This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Some trust in the skills, others trust in their things, but we trust in the name of the Lord. When the arm of flesh will fail them, we will still be standing tall. We triumph in the name of the Lord. into the conference. <laughs> um, well, for the opening night on Wednesday, that's next week Wednesday, um, everybody should wear white. I know some of you are coming from office. Just something, a touch of white. Maybe white shirts, uh, white tie, white headgear, or paint your hair white. <laughs> Hallelujah. The opening night will be serious. And then we are also having those who come the first night. And, uh, and we have Lorenzo Yo and one other man of God, which I don't want to mention. From the beginning to the end is gonna be now. Also, come with your lights. Light is more important than white. If you don't want to wear white, just come with a light. Maybe your phone lights. If you have a small touch light, we are doing something prophetic that night. The opening night. Yeah, be sure I look, he'll be around us. So we are doing something to open the meeting. I don't know where to see. We start with a moment. It's going to be serious. Just get a touch light, your phone lights. Listen. All this week, be a very good boy at work. So that your boss will release you. And start telling them, do extra work. When they ask you to deliver six, deliver 12. And say, sir, from Wednesday, let me close by 3 o'clock. Because before 4, 5, there won't be space in the hall again. So tell everybody. We'll change the arrangement. we arrange as much as we want. Just begin to get ready. And then, from Wednesday, this Wednesday, the last seven days to the program, we are praying in the compound every day. 
that's um, from 8 in the morning till 8 p.m. Choose any one hour of your choice and come and pray within the premises. You know, we normally do when we have a program. You can park your car and pray inside your car. You can walk around and pray any time of your own. Just choose any time, whether you are going to work in the morning, even as early as 7 a.m., not more than 7, not before 7. If you want to drive in before work, it doesn't have to be one hour, 40 minutes, 50. If you want to stop, pray before going to work, or pray while coming back from work, or you are working from home, you can just come around. You are going to see other people walking around, just not inside the but inside the uh, compound. Just move around and pray. Hallelujah. Are you ready? <laughs> Something is about to happen. Hallelujah. Mm. Well, I said this also just uh, so that I don't say this at the, at the end of the hour. Oh, somebody's tempted. Why are you playing that song? <laughs> Hallelujah. We have been praying. The week to Christmas, the Lord spoke to me and he said, Have 40 nights of prayer and it must be physical. So from December 23rd, we've been praying in this hall every night. It started with about 40, 50 people. It has grown to about 200. We refuse to announce. Because you must be a worker to attend. We've been praying. Tonight is the 31st night. So we pray last night to this morning. We stop around 1. From 9, from 9.30 we pray. Till like 12.31. Every night. I want to appreciate all the people who have made all the 30, 30 nights. Some have made all. And these are bankers, doctors, lawyers who go to work every day. Some come around. Husband and wife, they drive out by one o'clock, go back home, and rest. As some don't, they stay back in their cars, rest a little before going around five. But I appreciate the alarm. I'm saying this because it will change from tonight. Uh, your identity will be needed before you can join us. If people non worker, if you are not a worker, you want to join, you have to be identifiable. That means get a permission from any end of the department. Somebody has to introduce you. It's in the night and I've decided that if we don't know, we can't allow you to come in and pray. So if you want to pray, somebody should be able, somebody known, one or the other should be able to speak for. Why I'm announcing, because we said we won't announce. We're already having about 250 people praying. There's no point. But why we're announcing is the fact that, number one, we have 10 more nights out of 40. Again, God's word told me from Matthew, if you join the 10 nights, you have the same result with those who have done the 30 days. By the principle Jesus said about the husband man that went out, those he hired at the beginning and those who had at the end gave them the same result. God is very gracious. He only wants faith for your part. If you're a worker and you haven't been joining, I'm telling you, the last 10 days be part of everything. You can stand away till 1. Last night we finished after 2. You can stand away till after 12. That's all. Please, let nothing stop you from the last 10 days. If you are not a worker and you love to pray, now, we are not praying, Pastor, but we've been seeing the glory of God, seeing angels and seeing the mighty of the Spirit while praying. If you want to be a part of it and you are not a worker, somebody has to bring you in. So, see any of the leaders, any HOD. If nobody can identify you, we will politely tell you to go back because some sleep in the hall after the hall. We can't allow a no, an unknown person to move around when ladies and men and people are sleeping in the hall. No, we, it's not too good. 
So if you are not known, you will not be allowed. So you have a cousin, your cousin, you have to introduce formally and be a guarantor. You are the one guaranteeing the person, the guarantor for the person that look is my cousin. <laughs> Some of the things that the Lord said will happen. And let me just say this that he told us. I'm sorry I'm keeping on standing. The next seven years is inside this one year. Remember I told you, since I said, I've seen about five pastors or so, four or five saying the same thing. But Lord told me, I sat here one night praying alone and the Lord said to me, 2023 will be the most important year of the next seven years. It is the first fruit of the next seven years. And he said that I have a seven year agenda for planet Earth that will change after seven years. But it will run from 2023 to 2030, my plan. By 2030, the Lord will start making a demand on the church to make some adjustments again. Whatever you receive there for 2023 will last you for the next seven years. It's a very serious year. And in the whole year, January is the most important time. That's why we will not pray for 49th next year. We fast every August. Yes, we will not pray for 49th. This is a special demand. It's an emergency plan by God to set up men. Watch from February. You will see great people go down and some new people will rise. This is why the Lord is telling people that fortify yourself so that what I want to give you, you will not miss it. When, they when it is over, I've already been telling people, it's not yet over. Some of our leaders, some people have been receiving calls from foreign countries, offering them jobs where they never applied. The last one I heard shocked me. Why, why it's interview one of the people, actually one of the people on this day, which I don't want to mention. I told you, whether you accept or it's up to you, pray about it. But the Lord told me that's why I'm saying that it will multiply rapidly because we are coming for the nations of the earth. And now God will do it is to send people ahead. To send people ahead. What we are doing in the UK after the conference, it is those who have gone ahead, who have done great things here, that are doing everything over there. I've not had one meeting with them, yet everything is set, everything. Because of what God will do, we promote men. But God prepares people. So he said, tarry with me for 40 nights. In his mercy, I woke up with him and he said that those who have not done 40, I can still do things with them for 10 nights. Play that song. Sing it to your neighbor. You might not know the meaning, but you are hearing a draw there. <laughs> Say, say to them, let them know the meaning of that. Pray, pray, uh, that is the only way with which you can um, thwart the plans of the enemy. That's loosely translating it. Okay, yeah. Prayer is a strategy that we fight the devil. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing I said. So. Sing it one more time. <laughs>
you are lift up your hand for two minutes before we take us. Everybody pray. Just pray as you are led. encounter on Saturday will be Holy Ghost service in preparation for the conference. We will just pray and prophesy and release ourselves to the Holy Ghost. So, mercy encounter next Saturday, normally it's two hours, but it will be one hour, 30 minutes. We'll finish by 8.30. I am happy, I'm appealing to every member of the church, let nobody, you'll see the way God is taking us, just saying pray and pray and pray. By the time men start flying from February, please join. Join. On Saturday, be here by 7. Choir will be up. We start worship. We, we just release ourselves to the Holy Ghost. But by Wednesday, we begin to pray around the premises. But the night prayers continues. Pray, 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 pray. As a leader, what about your husband? I saw him in the night during the prayer, and then I didn't see in the morning, or he said he went to perform surgery. I said, so he was here in the night. And he had, he's, a, he's a consultant to operate. People are not joking because they know what God is about to do. Those who will let their bed take a better part of them that just want to go home, no problem. Hallelujah. Let's appreciate the choir. Thank you. You guys are wonderful. God bless you. You can have your seats. I'm sorry for keeping you standing for that long. Did you enjoy it? After all, you are a Christian, so you have to forgive me. Hallelujah. Let's read. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Hey. hey, hey. It looks like this time is always against me. Hallelujah. Let's read. Uh, this is a prophetic word for somebody. Acts chapter 12, verse 7. Acts 12, 7. Zusalaba. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison. Ah. He woke him up, and his chains fell off from his hands. There is somebody listening to me. Whatever represents prison in your life, the light of God is shining into the prison and the chains are falling off right now. Once light comes into a prison, the prison ceases to be a prison. 
Once life faces a chain, the chain must be broken. And first service, we started looking at where does light come from? It is the answer to all prisons of life. It is the answer to all chains of life. Lights. Where there is a chain binding somebody, it indicates the absence of light. When, there, when light comes in, the chain has no choice. So first service, we looked at one source. Light comes from the word of God and we look at Psalm 119 verse 105 and verse 130. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, light on my path. And then the Bible says that the entrance of your word given light. And I said that the degree to which you interact with God's word will determine how brilliantly you shine. And I said when you consider light, consider two things. How far you can see and how well you can see. There are two different things. When the light gets brighter, you can see further. You can also see more clearly. And as you begin to fellowship with God's word and journey into the scriptures, I'm talking about you beginning to chew the word of God. Light begins to show in you because the entrance of his word when it gets in, it illuminates you. So if you want to know how much of the word you have inside you, we look at how much you are shining. So we read Isaiah 8.20. To the Lord, to the testimony. If they speak not according to this word, it's because there is no light in them. So we can also measure the amount of light you have inside you when we listen to you. If your inner being has been flooded with light, it will show your communication. Hey, we don't come all through the time Jesus was here. They never understood his communication, it was too deep for them. He was talking from a superior light. So, God's word, God's word, it never leads you the same. When you listen to an anointed message, when you open the pages of your Bible and you are studying, there is a guarantee from God, there is an amount of life based on your level of your attention you are giving to the word. How you are sucking only out of the world, and there are layers upon layers of Bible study. But I'm not going to start today. So we are just saying today that the beginning of light, the word of God. But there is something else, and that's when I want to go to the second service. But I want us to read also Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Hebrews 4:12. The Bible said the word of God is living and active. Ah, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing asunder. Now look at it. Piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, joint and marrow, is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the earth. Verse 13. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest. See, the word exposes everything. The Bible says all things are naked. I end the first time by saying that. <laughs> And I gave an illustration. You remember about these guys who stand on the road who convert money from dollar to naira. And that they are on island there, they are on Awolo walk close to Lagos Airport, and they are thieves. The Awusas that are behind them are honest. If you want to convert money, go to offices, not the Yoruba guys who will be lying at the Awusas. They are thieves. And I'm told, I'm told I, 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 you know, I don't do all those things again. They, I mean, I, 
when I was younger than this, I used to play a lot just to show people their foolishness. I just got to know their trick and I began to play with them. And all of them in all the places is the same principle. And I, I so I took three guys here with me. I showed them how to get them and they still failed. So I sent them alone. I said, well, this is very simple. So I just watch what they will do. So I explained to them. I just observed. Anywhere anyone wants to help you convert money and one note is missing, is planning to cheat you. I don't want to go to buy. I explain for service. People say they use jazz. It's just a trick. It's a mind they are playing with. So I explained to this, my friend. I said, listen to me. Three guys were leaving me. I said, let me explain what they are going to do. If you want to convert $100, give $100 a day, we not ask for your money for say, okay, how much do you want to give $100? Hold it, sir. Then they say, let's say they want to convert for $70,000. That's $70,000. They will tell you, I'm giving you 70 pieces of 1,000 error notes. But they will give you 69. It's deliberate. So you count. This is 69. Say, Madam, no, it's 70. It's 69. So they say, okay, Madam, let's count again. So they will count before you and you'll be following. That's where they've gotten you. So they will confirm your what you are saying. Oh, it's 69. We are sorry, ma. They will now bring one out of the pocket that this is the 70th one and give you. See, as they are counting, they put the finger in between. They are going to give you 50 pieces back. And you won't know. Why? Your mind is on. You argue with me. I know what I counted. This is 69, not 70. And once they confirm what you are saying, you are, you are gone. The Awusas told me that every day people come back crying. They bring 500,000. Someone's going to 500,000. They give them 499. You return it back. They remove as many as 90 pieces, 100 pieces. And then people come back crying. And you won't know. Once they confirm, oh, sorry, 69. Okay, let's add this one. And they give you. won't count again. And I told them, the rule is that no matter how many times they give it back, you count again. But you see, I was speaking with female pastors who are bankers. They don't need to count. If you have been counting money and they tell that this is 200 pieces and it is 120, you will know. Why? If you interact with money regularly, you will feel the weight. 120 pieces will not weigh the same like 200 pieces. So they say where they really train people now to count money, they don't teach them how to identify a, a counterfeit. It's a waste of time. Because the counterfeit they will teach you with can change tomorrow. Evil men are changing their ways and getting more sophisticated. So if you are familiar with a counterfeit now, when they manufacture another counterfeit, you might fall for it. So you don't need to train them with counterfeit. Train them with original money. Let them know original so much that any deviation from original, they will get it. You don't get that? Of all prophecies and spiritual words, the word of God is the most powerful and most accurate. The more you interact with the word of God, all things will be open before you. Any other deviation, somebody wants to supermarket and begins to prophesy. You say, I see you, and the information is correct, but the source is not correct. You are not a prophet, but you will know because you have interacted with the truth. Are you with me? And the Lord made me to say this first service, which I just said. If somebody comes and gives you a prophecy and you accept, if it's from a wrong source, the person will control your life until you go for deliverance. By yourself or by the word of God. Once you consent to a word giving, you have submitted yourself to the spirit behind the person giving the word. 
That's why God is not careless. He doesn't send people to you randomly. He sends someone who teaches you the word, who prays for you, also is qualified to bring a word to you. But that you are in your office and somebody stop by. When we had big tricks, it was a boy that met me. He just said, excuse me, and looked at me, Pam. Ah, he said, from here, I'm going to have a big church that we... Everything he said was correct. But I told him, will you shut up? I said, what should I say? I already know. Any other thing? It, it shocked him. Because people don't know that there is nothing Satan does in except what God hides from me. Can you get to what I'm saying? So he said, ah, what he said was correct. And so what? The girl that was following Paul and Silas said, these are only, in fact, the information was even sounding like Christian information. He said, these are servants of God who have come to show us the way of salvation. And Paul said, get out of her, the evil spirits. Were they servants of God? Yes. Have they brought the message of salvation? Yes. But it was another spirit talking through her. Believe me sincerely, our nation is getting filled up with soothsayers. And many are not discerning. It's not in my place to speak against anybody, but I'm telling you, stay with the word of God so that you are not deceived. Baba Lawos have started wearing suits. The demons have left village. They've come to town. There's no money in village. As you are located to Canada, demons are located to Lagos. Now they use internet. Why 2K compliant demons? <laughs> Hallelujah. The second thing, which of course I can only start, oh God, fellowship. Fellowship. It causes light. Ah, but fellowship has many challenges. You can't fellowship if you are not true. Moses stood before God. Exodus 34. I think that's verse 29. The Bible says Moses did not know that his face was shining. As he was talking with God. So there is the word of God. When we say fellowship is broad. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Fellowship with God's people. There is an amount of light. That God has embedded in fellowship. Fellowship illuminates you. If it is done correctly. I'm going to tell you this that the Lord showed me. When light comes. Like once you are born again. You are enlightened. I remember I said for service that light is in categories, even with the word of God. That's why Hebrews chapter 5 talks about those who have been enlightened, who have tasted the good word. <laughs> Go back to that Hebrews 5 before we come back here. This is very strong. That Hebrews 5, uh, just go earlier verses. Those who have tasted, go back, maybe let's start from verse 5 or 6 or where. Where he said that uh, the good, just give me the, the good word, the power of the air to come. If uh, what verse is that, please? Let me check. I quote a lot, but I don't know everything. So the one, it is impossible. Okay, six four, sorry, not five. For those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost. Now, next verse. They have tasted the good word. There is a dimension in the word of God that is called good word. There is a surface word. Because like every other thing I say for service, you are doctors, general doctors. You are specialists. 
the word of God, there is a general area. Even that general will give you some amount of lights. But when you get deeper, that's why the Bible says these guys, if they fall, they cannot be renewed again. Because they have been made to partake in something beyond ordinary. The Bible calls them the enlightened ones, which is another word for illuminati. See why Satan hijacked that word? Because it too in his kingdom, light is also very important. As a matter of fact, 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 14, Apostle Paul said something there about an angel called the angel of lights. He said that Satan can transform himself. Ah, Lord, what am I going to say? This doesn't... 2 Corinthians 11 14. 11 14. 11 14. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Saints, I don't maybe because of when I'm pulled like this, I'm speaking to somebody who is about to make a very serious mistake. Angel of light sounded like a good angel. Angel of light, not angel of darkness. Why would Satan? Turn himself to angel of light, not angel of darkness. You should be able to trust angel of light. But the Bible says that Satan can turn himself to what is called an angel of light. Paul said so. One day, Papa Egin asked Jesus, men who have walked with you, who have turned to wrong stuff, what happened to them? One of the visions he had with Jesus and then Jesus told him that there is a particular evil spirit whose voice resembles the voice of the Lord. He said, when you see those who have walked with me for years and they deviate into error, that spirit has spoken to them. I make no apology about certain doctrines that people are pushing out nowadays and nothing but doctrines of devils. Any message that seeks to tell you that there is nothing wrong whatever you do is from the pit of hell. I feel some of the ministers who are peddling this are servants of God, unfortunately, drinking into the spirit of error, error of Balaam. You begin to ask after listening to them that what is the point of what you have said now? That we should cast off all restraints and begin to misbehave. Something is wrong with you. They are good people and they feel they are teaching the body, bringing out a new stuff. And you begin to hear them now attacking communion, baptism, and the rest. Give them 10 years, they will attack virgin baths. They are going for the cardinal principles of the kingdom. And people are not suspecting. Say communion is not necessary. Okay, so what does that do to us? What does it add to us? Well, a Christian cannot fall. But we just read Hebrews chapter 4. Now that I said, so even if they fall, they will not be known. They, they must know something that the Bible does not know. If anyone will draw by my soul, will not have pleasure in him. 1 Corinthians 9, 27. I put my body under restraint. Lest after preaching to men, I be a castaway. What's not castaway? Yes, a Christian cannot be castaway. And Paul, Apostle of Grace, said that he was disciplining his body. As somebody is telling you that it doesn't matter what you do with your body. And the Grace Master is saying that he is I'm dealing with my body, being careful. And what's the reason? I don't want to be a castaway. You see how foolish people can be. And among the young people, the doctrine is selling. My own brother went to UI where we left. I want president. They are slept with all the girls in the fellowship. Under the doctrine of grace. I am justified. I cannot sing. Idiots. 
but I don't blame him. If somebody sold that doctrine to him. This guy was living well. He was fire. In UI. They made him president because of the dimension of grace he carried. When this doctrine entered him, he was just servicing all the girls. Anytime you ask him to preach, and I say, about God is not looking at what you are doing. You are a fool. It's painful. My brother almost wept. And when he was talking, one of the girls said that she said that the guy put sweets in his mouth and told six girls to line up that you'll come and use your keys to remove the sweets. That if you feel bad after doing it, you don't understand righteousness. I am telling you what the guy said. I'm on here. My brother is in UK. He will tell you exactly what I've just said now. He said when you have a sense of guilt. I've heard a popular preacher that is going about talking trash now. I don't want to mention his name. You all know he has said that in a particular church in Abuja, one of the largest churches, where they invite to come and teach his nonsense grace message, where he actually mentioned there that a sense of guilt is an indication that you don't understand righteousness. I understand people who live in guilt. But see, the Bible talks about the fear of God. Yes, it's a New Testament thing. Yes, and the Bible talks about flee from all appearances of evil. Where are these guys coming from? He told those girls that a Christian should not feel, feel guilty. He said the righteous are as bold as lion. He's right. <laughs> I trust some well-trained sister. Put sweet to your mouth. They give you a slap. The sweet will fall out. <laughs> they will reset you <laughs> in righteousness. <laughs> are you... You know, this thing, you know, I go a lot to campuses to preach. And it's, it's painful. Pastor Dan one day's program that I went for last time, uh, like four weeks ago to preach, there were over 30,000 young people there. Thank God for what he is teaching them. But this thing is spreading and spreading and spreading. Hallelujah. <laughs> Anyway, are you with me? Angel of light. That means there will be light all around him. But the message that will come will not be for Christ. That's what I'm saying. It's not every prophet, prophecy you should receive. That the information is correct does not mean the source is right. Church, are you hearing me? The more you have been illuminated by the word. The more you free yourself from all these things. The more you don't know the word, the more you submit yourself to all these things. I need to see a prophet. I need to see this one. I need to see that one. I'm just being pulled to warn the church to tell you this today. But I want to go into fellowship. See, in that of apostles, so light starts in your spirits. Pay attention to what I'm saying now. If your soul is dark, no matter how bright the light is, some materials cannot let light pass through them. Hmm. We'll begin to get to something serious. See this tab? My tab up there, or this microphone. With all this light on the stage, bring my, okay, no, no, give me, no, no, no worry. Just give me your, give me your, with all the lights on the stage and all the lights in this hall, the presence of lights is very strong. See how many lights are here? 
if I don't want this thing to be touched by lights, all I need to do is just to put it here. In the presence of great lights, there are places you can still hide and it won't touch you. Maybe from next week, even the next week we are going to celebrate and be to be a loud service towards the conference. Why do we see? No matter the torrent, the, the strength of the shower coming down, there is come something called shower cap. If you put it on, the water is dropping in torrents, but the places covered will not be touched by water. Maybe because the conference is coming, see those who cover up things, cover up. First John 1, I think I started on Wednesday. John said that that which we have heard, which we have seen, which we have handled, we declare unto you that you might fellowship with us. This is the principle of fellowship. Our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son. We want you to fellowship with us. He said, but this is number one message. God is light and in Him there is no darkness at all. Once there is darkness, fellowship is affected and the power cannot flow. So you begin to understand why another father died. James 1 17. Every good and perfect gift is from above, from the Father of lights, in whom there is no variableness. Christians who tell the truth. I remember I was in school when I was in UI. This guy. He's probably watching now. He's in America now. He's blessed. He's blessed now. If I'm in any state he is in America, he pays all my hotel bills and he takes me around to buy that. that I mean, that, that's what he... Uh, he's such a wonderful guy, you know. It was one whole story I said that time, that one time like that, I was in Houston and I saw... I just opened my phone. I saw that Sheraton was doing a promo. A room that should be for about 7000 We're doing 17000 per night. So I, I ran there. I thought only blast love uh, a wolf. When I saw the queue, white on queue, where queue, I said, ah. so I said, Lord, I was not the only one you showed this. Because men not that were there. When they got to my toy, you know the way they treat Nigerians at times. And then that was when the, this admission just came in some seven years ago and said that uh, you cannot spend beyond the particular amount. And I'd used the card before. I didn't know. Fortunately, I had about $2,000 in my pocket. So I told the guy, okay, it's just $300 for how many nights? Let me just pay cash. He said, no. He looked at me, looked at my password. He said, no, you can't pay cash. I'm sure he didn't trust us. So this guy, somehow, I spoke, I don't know, maybe I, he called me or maybe I called him. Where are you? I told him what was happening. He said, give your phone to them, sir. He said, I'm a member of their club and everything. So he spoke with the guy. He said, look, don't even collect money from him. I'm coming in the next three hours. I'll pay. But the guy was acting summer. This guy just, when he arrived, just said, you know what? He said, he mentioned, he said, I don't want to mention names. He said, this other hotel is better than Sheraton. So let me take it out. This one is real five star. And I saw it truly. You know, we got to that one. And he said, enjoy yourself here. And I saw that. So the white guy that was carrying our load was wearing this, the one that is supposed to be shot at the front, tail suit, you know, I don't know. Why. And then read that. And that was, I said, this is wonderful. So I told the guy, I didn't. I just wanted to send him on an errand. So I said, I, I want. I said, can I get safety pin? He stood at my entrance. He said, yes, sir. And he went, and he put it on the platter. He gave it to me, and he bowed. I said, what else do I need? Bro? 
Brother, power is good. You know. Hallelujah. You know those kind of hotels. At the lobby, you have refreshments, everything there. In our hotel, Nigeria. They don't display, they'll finish it. Apart from lecture, my brother, apart from pastor, he also lectures. In the school, outside every class, for lecturers and people, they put coffee, biscuits everywhere. And he said that it doesn't look like it's going down. Come and put coffee and biscuits before our own lecture room in Nigeria. <laughs> Some will bring light love to school. <laughs> Even lecturer will just see that <laughs> you are 100 such a day to become 30. Somebody has carried 10 inside light love. <laughs> what the Lord has provided. Our nation is wonderful. I thought Nigeria is very sweet. <laughs> we have problems, but it's, it's an interesting nation. Are you with me? Glory to God. Overnight this morning, somebody still removed the banner outside we put there. They removed the banner last Sunday. We put another one. They removed this other one again last night. And the police told me that they saw the guy that he was naked, wearing glasses, and he was talking. How about it was a well coordinator, so they removed some other banners there also. And how much is banner? Used already. So it's not that they are just thieves, they are possessed. So you tarry all night because you want to remove something. Something has been used, I've been there for days. How many? But. Many have called, few are crazy. <laughs> are, you, are you with me? We'll fix it again, but we'll make a preparation. We, we, I've told the police that, you see, this, we have police around in the night. They just, please, keep watch. And now your job is not limited to inside the premise again. Watch outside. It looks like some crazy people are around now. Are you following me? Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? Thank you, Lord Jesus. What led me to all this itself? <laughs> Amen. Okay, I was talking about when I was away. Anyway, I just wanted to bring something out of this guy's story, and I will stop here. This how when were you I? He had a car, and he was always doing this one leg in, one leg out. But one thing about this guy, one of the most sincere people, so he was driving at the front of theater at UI, and he saw this beautiful girl. He gave her a lift, and they began to talk. They talked, talked, talked. He was staying in the BQ. They drove to the BQ. They talked, 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 and then decided to get together. And when it was true, they talked, talked again, and he wanted to do it again. And he found out that his stuff wouldn't come alive again. And he said, the girl sat in one corner, I just mentioned to him, like she was joking, that it will never rise again. After a while, she left. He was still thinking it was a joke. Went for a lecture, went around. When he woke up the following morning, if you understand that, then he understood that, ah, there's a problem. By the third morning, <laughs> he started calling upon the name of the Lord. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is the funny thing. I went to Zikon, our field, to pray. 
3 a.m. I was praying till 5 a.m. So I was coming back to the room. I just saw my roommate argue with somebody at the door. He was banging my door. I need to see a pastor. <laughs> it was at the corridor there. He was shouting and reporting himself. He said, it has happened, no? <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> so he told, he, I was one telling him, when he mentioned, I said, ah, there are people. <laughs> he said, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> you know, the word of God just came to me. I see God just so, he, he said, I just, this one just said that, if my people that are called by my name, now, it, it's an old testament spirit, but it just came. Shall humble themselves and pray and turn from the I will heal. And the, the spirit, the voice stopped there, I will heal. So I told him, walk him. And I said, go to, I don't need to pray for you. Go to UI chapel, sit down at the front of the chapel, ask God for forgiveness and pray. He said he did and stayed there for about 30 minutes. On his way back to his room, as soon as he got to the front of his room, he felt a breeze and he became well again. The following morning, when he felt that he was well, he was praying the night. Early in the morning, he was okay. He ran to my room again. He saw me, he carried me from the floor. I'm back and lifted me. <laughs> In, at first, it, I didn't get what I said. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> From that day, it became so serious in the fellowship. And today, he's still a spiritual Christian. It became so serious. <laughs> but you know, some other people will begin by lying. I don't know what happened to me. I just woke up. God is not a robot. God is not a thing. God is a person. You just think that once you stand for a pastor, the power of God will flow. The pastor has no power. God that owns the power is a God of knowledge. Have you said the truth? Honestly speaking, I'm not trying to make a doctrine out of this in any way. But you understand the sincerity of my heart. After over 10 years of pastoring in Lagos, many times, this is an observation. It's not a doctrine. Please let nobody quote me. It's just an observation. When people start having difficulty in marriage about this, this one, that one, this one, maybe child by some problem or some other things, usually, let me say 60%. Once somebody opens up and says something, they get the miracle almost immediately. Many times as I converse with them, there is something somebody is hiding. Usually a very rough and dirty past that the person does not want to talk about. In some cases, I have ministered to couples that in some cases, somebody cheated on somebody even after they got married six years and buried it. You see, Jesus said, there is nothing hidden. You cannot outsmart the master that will not be revealed. Somehow, somehow, any buried truth will come out. If it does not, Jesus has failed in his word. But nothing means nothing. But the question is, how does it come out? In a way of humility by you letting them, letting the person know, or the way of disgrace. That's why it bothers me when a guy, you use time to break up with a lady. If you want to break up, break up. And I said, the responsibility, you are the one that broke. You see, you want to push it to make good like you, so you start a fight. So that when they ask you, that, why do you break up? You say, uh, 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 what, what, which one? The irreconcilable. But it's because you've been seeing someone else in choir, yellow. <laughs> then all of a sudden, she doesn't make sense to you. So you arrange the fights. So that they will say, see, 
Number one, you are lustful. That's a sin. Number two, you are a manipulator. You are not yet, you've not gone to the altar. You have right to say that. You know what? Bumi, I know they do again. Why? Bolale is fairer than you. Everybody will insult you, but at least you have told the truth. People have left churches because they were not given a leadership role. Do you know, on, it has happened to me about three times. When people walk up to me and say, Pastor, I'm not happy because I was not given any position. I treasure people like that. I appreciate honesty. Some will not see anything. Only that God will just speak to them that he sent them to another church. And the anger is that they are just appointed a leader. They felt should be them and someone else. Now the voice is clear. My son, I have a job for you outside. Arise and go. The Bible said, David said that thou desired the truth in the... In, I conclude with this. Why didn't God forgive Saul? Saul's error, you can justify it. Samuel was one that said he will come in seven days. For Samuel 13. Saul waited sir, till the seventh day and Samuel didn't come. Then he offered the sacrifice himself. Because they must offer sacrifice before the fights. And arrows were already flying. And the guy is still held on for seven days. Samuel, they will soon kill us. Samuel, when the offer Samuel showed up and said, the kingdom is taken away from you. But what is that compared to the one set up a man, slept with his wife, set him up and killed the man? You even forward, you sent him with his execution letter with, with, in his own down. And, but see, it is when you study the two people that you see that God was looking differently at their hearts. The moment Nathan said to David that you are the man, he just fell on his and said, I'm sorry. I have sinned against God. And Nathan said, ah, this kind of repentance is fast. He said, you will not die. God has put away your iniquity immediately. But when Samuel told Saul, that they said you should kill the entire land. You will save some things. He began to argue. And when Samuel got, and Samuel was leaving, Saul told Samuel that the elders are watching. The elders said, honor me before these people. He was not repenting. He wanted prestige before people. It was on the healing land of a particular minister in Nigeria that you all know very well that a guy sat down there. He was HIV positive and it had reached the advanced stage and he was dying. But in his own meeting, they usually write their disease and they hold it. You know the person I'm talking about, not the one that's, that's late. This one is still alive and he's a healing minister. And the guy actually wrote leukemia or tuberculosis there. And it was HIV. So, the pastor was praying, and by the spirit, he told the guy that is he looking. It's in the, their archive record. He just saw him. He wanted to pray for the guy. He just paused and he said, No, there's something wrong with what we wrote there. And the guy beckoned on the pastor to move closer and he whispered to the pastor, He said, Child, you bored. You know what the man told him? He said, His family should carry him out of this. He said, When you are ready to be healed, you come back. He said, Even at this. And the father is willing to different women. It's still not willing to accept the truth. Who are you trying to impress? Are there not people who have HIV without control from anybody? As in, without sexual stuff. I met somebody like that before. And everybody knew. She told us she never slept with anybody. I said, Lord, this is one that you just have to heal. But then, whether the one that has, with the pastor, God will heal all. When you open up your heart to him. Yes. His blood is enough. Look at what I've just said today. Let me stop here.
Is someone blessed this morning? We will talk a little more about fellowship. Fellowship. There is a word you will see in Acts of Apostles which will begin next week if the Lord permits. The Bible said the believers were with one soul. Have you read that before? One soul. I think that's Acts, Acts 4.22, I think. One soul. Believers, one soul. That was why they will pray. Not after 30 days fasting. I see a lot of fastings we do now. I'm not belittling fasting, but fast of the present day church. We don't command one over under the power of the apostles. For some reason, you will not find talks around dry fasting in the book of Acts of Apostles. Except Paul that did three days when he was getting converted. In the wisdom of God, he decided not to tell us how often, how, how long they fasted for in that of apostles. But we just say that and they fasted. Yes. Acts chapter 13, when they were commissioning Paul, God said, several and Paul, the Bible said they fasted and they lay hands on them. It looked like they just waited for a day or two. The power of God was so close to them. Now I know people, 15 days, 16 days, all to know that the sick among us are still sick. It is because many times we hide. Light cannot flow where there is what they call upper objects or so. That's what is happening. And that's what is happening in the church. So you see, one soul, Acts 422, one soul. Hope I'm right. One soul. One soul. If light is in your spirit and our souls are not together, we cannot command the power of that light to rise. I want the Bible to say, why the Bible say that the believers were one soul, one another. What verse is that? 32, sorry, okay, 32, thank you. One soul. The motto that I believe were with one heart and one, that heart represents your spirit. Many times we believe the same thing, so we have one spirit, but we don't have one soul in the church. One soul. God is looking for this. One soul. So because of that, they could distribute things very freely. If some people begin to tell some people how rich they are, some other people will take advantage of their money. Yeah. Believers can't even tell truth around people. If some people know what to have, then they become beggars around you. One soul. One soul. People on this side that they complain a lot about. See, one of the things, one of the things I respect full and is for one of the things. The guy selling on that streets might have the number of the president's PA who is from their tribe. Our friend in Carlos, let me say this, it will bless somebody. Somebody sent something to them. If you put that liquid in water and put it on your car, that's what they use to bring to good cars. Your car will look as new. It will, be, it, will, it will be sparkling. I mean, it will look so new. And there was this guy, Mohammed, that helped them to wash cars in Abuja. And they were in, within one day. This guy just like giving, just say, Mohammed, a friend gave me this. I've used a part of it, but you can use it for your customers and they will like it. And gave him also. So the, when they went back the next time, ah, is everybody used it for their car? That customers have been rushing him. So they sat while he was washing their car and they were talking. Two friends, one of them had one of the ministries in Abuja, his file had been pending there. And nobody attended to it. And they just said, and this guy heard. He said, hey, really? He said they should come tomorrow. Come and meet him. When they came the following day, he was wearing guinea and palm sipper. He said, let's go. <laughs> they were wondering where. He said to the office. So it was when they got that they understood who he was. When he entered, everybody stood up to greet him. He went straight to the general office, to the Ogabalabata, sat before the man. The man too greeted him. 
it was then he told them that this is my brother. And he said, we are not like you, Yoruba. He said, look, as long as I have what it takes to eat, I won't bother my brother. But you know they are like that. Contentment. He said, give us a number. They will not call you. Except it becomes a matter of life or death. They will not call. They will not call. He said, my brother, and he told the brother, he said that these people, the man called the PA, they go and look for the fire. He executed everything right on the seat. And the guy went back to his car washing stuff. He said, I don't need to bother my brother. I have a small place where I live. I have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's all. He said, if not for you guys, now I might not. He said, it's only when we are doing the festival, mostly that I talk to my brother. I don't bother him. He doesn't bother me. He said, but that's why if I call him, he will know that's a serious matter. But you're a bad man. Even if he's coughing, he will call you. <laughs> Let's rise. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> if you're angry that I'm using your master, I remember I have a Yoruba man, so I'm calling to say it. It's amazing. It's amazing. They are so disciplined. You notice that about them. See, every tribe in Nigeria, there are good parts and there are bad parts. Yes. That's one about contentment. Those people, they have it. They, 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 I mean, they, they are just like that. They, they just, they have it. Hallelujah. When I was having an NPC, we could take any of the gas cars to just go out. To them, they treat life and material things as if, look, it's the will of God if it comes, it's the will of God if it does not come. It might not be totally correct, but it has helped them to have this contentment about life. Have I blessed somebody today? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray that the Lord will keep you spotless, walking in His light. I pray that you will fellowship deeper with the Word of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.